Hey folks, welcome to A Weekly Word. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. I'm glad you're with me today. We are working our way through, well, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. And uh, last week I did 1 Corinthians 12 verses 1 through 11, talking about spiritual gifts. You can check that out on the channel. Um, Today I want to talk with you about the rest of the chapter, and uh, probably easiest just to start out by reading this to you, but also priming this by saying, in this part of 1 Corinthians, Paul is talking about unity and what it means to have unity within the church, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that after I read it. Uh, St. Paul writes, For just as the body is one and has many parts, and all the parts of that body, though many are one body, so also is Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. Indeed, the body is not one part but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it's not for that reason any less part of the body. And if an ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong to the body, it's not for that reason any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? And if the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God has arranged each one of the parts in the body just as he wanted. And if they were all the same part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. Or again, the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that are weaker are indispensable. In those parts of the body that we consider less honorable, we clothe these with greater honor, and our unrespectable parts are treated with greater respect, which our respectable parts do not need. Instead, God has put the whole body together, giving greater honor to the less honorable, so that there will be no division in the body, but that the members would have the same concern for each other. So if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. If one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individual members of it. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, next miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, leading, various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all do miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? But desire the greater gifts, and I will show you an even better way. There's a lament that I often hear uh, about the church, and it's not incorrect, um, but it it's a lament about how divided the, the, the church is. Um, you can see this in different denominations. You, you, you can see it within denominations. Um, how many different kinds of Lutherans are there? How many different kinds of Presbyterians are um, you know, the different orders within Catholicism. Uh, there, are, there are all kinds of different ways that we, we separate from one another. And in a lot of ways, when we think about why there are divisions in the church, 
The matter really does come down to uh, the word. Um, when we think of the, the essence of Christianity, what does the word teach us that it is? For some people, when they think about what the main thing is in Christianity, they're going to talk about things like morality or ethics. Uh, or where I'm coming from, and as I read the scriptures, I'm much more focused on the gospel and what we call justification, how we're made right with God through Jesus' death and resurrection. Uh, I'm more focused on God's grace than I am on, on his commands. And please don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that the law does not matter uh, or that those commands don't matter. They very much do. But the heart of our relationship and the, the, the key to what it means to be a Christian, uh, as I read the scriptures, comes down to that God has saved us. I, I had a professor at the seminary that would talk about um, how we look at our relationship with God and, and what it means to be a Christian. And he would often say that really when we look at the scriptures, the thing that we need to do is to look at who does the verbs. The, the professor's name was Norman Nagel. And what he was really driving at is that in the scriptures, the story is really about God saving us. So then we find our unity in what God is doing among us and in us rather than in the things that we do or the things that we try to, to bring together or bring to the table. Now, everyone who believes Jesus is the Christ, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Savior is a, a Christian. and We are united in him. Uh, Remember, last week we talked about no one can say that Jesus is, a, is Jesus is Lord apart from the Holy Spirit. And that's the foundational spiritual gift, that gift of faith. And so as we put ourselves in, into a relationship with, with God, or God calls us into a relationship with him is probably the better way to say it, we, we become part of the body. We become part of the body of, the, of Christ. Now, in terms of eyes, ears, feet, head, um, I, I don't want to dig into all of that. But the heart of the matter is that it's Jesus' salvation that links us together. It's the grace and the forgiveness that we live in that, that, that draws us and makes us one. The Holy Spirit is our common bond, not the things that we come up with. You know, so we confess week after week within uh, creedal churches that there is one holy Christian and apostolic church. We trust that as a promise that God has made, a declaration that he has made about who we are as his people. And as we live as his people, there is definitely a call that we have concern for our fellow Christians, that we love our brothers and sisters in Christ. And sometimes when we think about what does it mean to, to love our brothers and sisters in Christ, um, the impression that, that we give is that we should all get along. Um, and I, I'm not sure that, I'm not, I'm not saying that we should be arguing with each other, but I don't think that getting along in order to get along is really the goal. And it's important for us to speak the truth to each other.
to tell one another the truth, recognizing that we don't always agree on what the scriptures are saying. And we're not always agreeing in terms of what are the starting points, what are the ending points of the faith. Now, one of the things that's important is that we do this with gentleness and respect, and I I don't think we always do that. But we do need to be able to speak the truth to each other. And that is an incredibly loving thing to do, to speak to somebody, to correct them in a kind and loving way. And this is true for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, It's important for us to draw people back to God's word. And as we think about God's work in and through our brothers and sisters in Christ and how we understand what the purpose of the the church is and the the purpose of being his people, being his body is, uh, it's important for us to take that back to the word as well. Do we trust God's promise? Do we trust his word? Because ultimately, uh, at the end of the day, when we think about unity in the church, what he tells us is there is there is one body. And again, this is what we confess over and over again. Now, broad picture, we talk about that in terms of the universal church, and there is one universal church. But we express the universal church in congregations. And hopefully within those congregations, we get a much clearer sense of that that unity, that closeness that is desired for all Christians. So that at the congregational level, we begin to see more of that outward type of of unity, the unity that flows from having the same doctrine, uh, the unity that comes as we share mutual support with one another, uh, a unity that might be partly from our worship aesthetic, the way that we approach what happens in a worship service, and yeah, uh, also a unity in our, our mission and purpose. What are we about? What are we trying to do as a congregation? But we live in a reality all the time as individual Christians and as the church that uh, historically as Lutherans, we call it the simul, simul justus et peccator. It means that we are at the same time justified and sinners. Same time, saints and sinners. And that's, that's going to play into our relationships with each other. And that very much impacts our unity as the body of Christ. So when we look at the state of the church, we look at, at the church at large around the world, outwardly, are we divided? Yes. Yes, we are. And how could we not be as a group of sinful people who, when we approach God's word, sometimes we put ourselves over it, sometimes we don't trust it, sometimes we don't believe it. But there's another truth at work here, that God has promised, he's proclaimed And we confess that we are united in Christ. And finally, our hope is not that we can get ourselves organized so that we can be united, but that that Jesus sets all things right in the end. And until then, we live by faith and we confess our sins in repentance and we, we strive to bring everything back to the word, because finally our hope is that he who has begun a good work in us will bring it to completion in the day of Jesus Christ.
it's really all about who does the verbs. Are, are we the ones who are creating the unity? Or has God already provided it uh, in his word? And as we live in his word together, we find the unity of the salvation that Jesus has won by his death and resurrection. Thanks for taking some time to think about this. This is a big issue. Um, books could be written, have been written about this. Um, so, you know, we could talk about this a lot more. But, but for today, I really do want you to trust that there is one holy Christian apostolic church. And it's not because of what we've done, but because of what Jesus has done. If this has been helpful to you, please like it, share it, you know, whatever works. If it if it's good, uh, I'd love other people to find it. And if it's not, well, I guess bury it. Uh, thanks for taking the time to be with me.